Blog Talk Radio. into another episode of Music Mondays right here on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia. Yo, guys, how was your weekend? Let me tell you. Let me tell you very quickly how my weekend went, all right? So if I'm missing any text messages, any emails, any phone calls, I promise I probably won't get back to them because there's a lot lot of them, all right? So just read, read, text me, read, you know, call me again, send me another message or whatever. I had a sinus infection. I'm still suffering from a sinus infection, and I suffered a allergic reaction um, to the medication that was given to me, the antibiotic that was given to me. And um, my charts should all say, you know, ding, 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 red flag, she's allergic to this. Um, and I don't know how they missed it, but it was missed. Nevertheless, um, I'm here today, like, trying to, you know, fight through this um, because now I'm limited on what I can take, all right? So just bear with me. You know, if you hear me all nasally and congested tonight, you know why, all right? So that's how my weekend went down. Hospital, like, all day Saturday, Saturday night, and then um, all day in bed yesterday, back to work today, you know, corporate America is a bitch, let me tell you. And today, we butt heads all day today, I'm trying to tell you. So, you know, that's that's how my weekend was. Um, let's see what happened in the world of entertainment and hip-hop this weekend, though. Uh, Saturday, Saturday, we're going to move to Saturday. All right, so Saturday, the 22nd of February in Pasadena, California, was the 51st NAACP Image Award. And this is one of those, you know, normally we have to – We'd be like, um, so-and-so won, or so-and-so won, or so We don't really have a lot to talk about. Well, it's the NAACP Award, so everybody there was, all right? So I got the whole winners list. I'm not going to go through all of them. You know, go to CNN.com, go on the NAACP website. You can get all the, the, the winners. But I will say the Entertainer of the Year went to Lizzo, all right? Um, Outstanding Comedy Series. Um, outstanding actor in a comedy series, outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series, outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series. That was all blackish, all right? Anthony Anderson, Dion Cole, Marseille Martin. Outstanding drama went to Greenleaf. Um, your boy from Power, what's his name? Ghost, the ghost. So Mari Hardwick won outstanding actor in a drama series. Uh, Lynn Whitfield won again, or, or Green. 
lead, Lynn Whitfield, won for supporting actress in a drama series. Um, outstanding television movie, limited series, or dramatic special went to When They See Us. Also, right there in that category, outstanding actor, um, Darrell Jerome, for When They See Us. And um, his mother uh, in that series, Niecy Nash, um, she won outstanding actress. Let's see. Uh, ooh, outstanding reality program, reality competition series, or game show went to Rhythm and Flow. Y'all know Cardi, T.I., Chance the Rapper? Yeah. Outstanding Variety went to Homecoming of film by Beyonce. That's, that's two, I believe, she's taken this year um, for that. Let's see. Um, outstanding Host and a talk or news or information um, show went to Jada Pinkett Smith for Red Table Talk. I think that one, like, two. Um, outstanding guest performance in a comedy or drama series went to Kelly Rowland for American Soul. Blackish wrapped up. I'm gonna say I'm I'm just seeing that name everywhere. Um, for motion picture categories, outstanding motion picture went to Just Mercy. Um, also in that same category, um, the outstanding actor went to uh, Michael B. Jordan for Just Mercy. Outstanding supporting actor went to Jamie Foxx for Just Mercy. Um, outstanding actress went to Lupita Nyong'o for us. I didn't know that was last year. That was last year? We saw that last year, yeah. Outstanding ensemble cast in a motion picture went to Just Mercy. Yeah, they racked up too. And then outstanding character voiceover performance went to James Earl Jones, The Lion King. How many times he won that, I wonder? You know? <laughs> All right, so congratulations to all the nominees as well as all the winners for the 51st NAACP Image Awards. Um, right here on Indie Fight, and you know I did this for the second week in a row. I started out the wrong way. I'm starting out mellow and then build my way up. So now i got to bring myself back down as I extend condolences to the family and friends of Katherine Johnson. Um, NASA says that the mathematician who worked at NASA's early space missions and was portrayed in the film Hidden Figures about pioneering black female aerospace workers has died. In a Monday morning tweet, the space agency said to celebrate her 101 years of life and her legacy of excellence in breaking down racial and social barriers. She was one of the so-called quote-unquote computers who calculated rocket trajectories and Earth orbits by hand during NASA's early years. Um, until 1958, Johnson and other black women worked in a racially segregated computing unit at what is now called Langley Research Center in Hampton, Virginia. And this, or their work was the focus of the Oscar-nominated 2016 film, Hidden Figures. Um, at age 97, Johnson received the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the nation's highest civilian honor. So rest in peace to Ms. Catherine Johnson. Thank you so much for all of your contributions. May you rest in peace. And that is our moment of silence. Today, February 24th, 2020, uh, I don't know how many of you got a chance to watch it, but when I should have been working, I was watching it, you know what I'm saying? Um, the memorial service for Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gianna Bryant, at the Staples Center in L.A. Um, performances by Beyonce, um, Alicia Keys, um, Christina Aguilera. There were speeches made by see Jimmy Kimmel, 
um, Diana Tawasi, who he called the White Mamba. Um, she's an WNBA great. Um, the Lakers GM, Rob Palinka. Um, Sabrina Ionesco from the University of Oregon. Uh, Michael Jordan, you know, who turned him his little brother. Shaquille O'Neal, and of course, um, his wife, the lovely Vanessa Bryant. And tickets range, you know, this is open to the public. Tickets range from $24.02 to $224. More than 80,000 people applied for the ticket lottery, um, and these proceeds will be donated to the newly named Mamba and Mambasita um, Sports Foundation. It was a very, very touching um, memorial, about two and a half hours long. Um, and I'm glad that it was full of, you know, satire. Um, it, it wasn't all about crying and, and getting through a, a, the grieving process, but um, I think a part of being able to get through grief is to also be able to um, reflect on memories, and memories sometimes make you laugh, and one of my favorites, well, I had I had several favorite parts of the memorial service, but well, Vanessa said that, you know, that's the point sometimes where she would be running late for his game. And she, she didn't make it there within, you know, the first couple of minutes of the first quarter. And he would always ask, you know, the ref to go somebody or ask somebody to go call and make sure that she was okay. And she said, you know, it's kind of hard when you're getting kids ready, you know, for the game or when you're getting kids ready to go, you know, be with the nanny or whatever. It, it's kind of hard when you when you have to do that. But something that she said to him was like, look, you're not going to, your ass is not going to score. And I thought, whoa, okay. But <laughs> she was like, your ass is not going to score 81 points in the first quarter. You know what I'm saying? Calm down, ball out, and, and I'll get there when I get there. And so after a while, you know, he got used to her running, you know, a little tardy. I thought that was really cute. But I I applaud, you know, as well as the rest of the country, um, the world, applaud her strength, you know, um, and resilience through this time, not only for um, the loss of her husband, you know, but her, her child as well. It is one thing to lose your spouse that you've been, you know, with all your life, you know, 20 years, but your child too, you know. Um, but my, I guess my favorite part of the entire memorial was Shaq. Um, and this is something I'm going to be using a lot now. <laughs> he says that, you know, uh, people might have saw, you know, things on the screen that went on between him and Kobe. Um, they never did see things that went on behind the scene and actually, you know, knew how tight that they really, really were. Michael Jordan also said that. But um, Shaq said, you know, not too long after he came to the Lakers, you know, people were saying, all, all the players were saying, you know, he's a ball hog. Like, he don't want to share the ball. You know what I'm saying? And so, Shaq was like, I got it. I'm going to go and talk to him. And so he did. He went to him and he was like, yo, yo, Kobe, the guys are like, you know, you're, you're hogging the ball. You know what I'm saying? You got to share the ball a little bit. And so Kobe says to him, you know, um, or, or Shaq says, Kobe, there's there's no I in team. And Kobe's response to that was, you know, no, there isn't. But there's me in team. You know what? It ain't even funny when I say it. It was funny, yo. It's funny. It's real funny. It reads funny on my Facebook. I'm sure it'd be everywhere because because this was live. You know, nobody could catch all the curse words that came out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was hilarious for the camera to zoom around and see. Everybody thought it was funny, but for the camera to zoom around and see certain people's faces, like, oh no, oh no. You know, because you got to worry about 
Kids SBA, right, and all of their, um, you know, do's and don'ts and what you can't say and what you cannot say. So when the replay came up within like 10 minutes later, um, when they were doing their, you know, commentary afterwards, of course, that was their funniest part too, but they managed to bleep out, you know, his curse word that he so um, elegantly used. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Go watch it. Go watch it. Don't take my word. All right, so that's all I got for you. I will give you um, new music and new movies following up on New Music Mondays at 8 p.m. right after this show. All right? If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Music Mondays, live on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia. And my very special guest tonight, hip-hop artist or hip-hop rap artist or conscious hip-hop artist, <laughs> Shadow. I introduced him, Shadow. He says, hi, I'm Devin, and I grew up in East Chester Projects on the north end of the Bronx in New York, raised by my grandmother and mother. It all started for me with a cassette player and my first cassette tape of a mix of Biggie Smalls and Puff Daddy and the Family. Music did something to me. I grew up in church, but I found out a variety of different genres of music, from rock to hip-hop to pop, R&B, and even country. I decided from then on to tell my story through music, as a diary, if you will. It became a way to express myself without judgment, and even if people did judge it, it became comfortable criticism to work harder and be more comfortable with myself and my craft. I started making music at 14, and I have since to pursue my dream as an artist at the age of 32. Shadow says I have two beautiful children, and they love music as well. Even more reason to pursue my dream of the art of music. I grew up persona of myself, but kept to myself until I was introduced to a man who took me under his wing named Shylin, or China. He showed me how the game works and even named me Shadow, which I still go by till this day. I make music people can feel the way because it's relatable. There should be no child hungry in this world of fruit, but I believe I was sent here to make a change and I use music to spread my message. I make fun music as well as conscious music for people who think outside of the box. So, long story short, I'm shadow. Well, he says <laughs> he's shadow and he's here. He says love, peace, and loyalty to his kings and queens. Indie Fire listening audience, I present to you this evening my very, very special guest, hip hop and rap artist, Shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me so much. This is an honor. I am so humbled to have you here, and I didn't get an opportunity to, you know, thank you before the show um, due to some technical issues, so I want to go ahead and publicly acknowledge you and thank you for being here, you know, with me this evening because you could have been anywhere, but you've chosen to give so freely of yourself as well as your time to be able to just chop it up with me and my listening audience to let us know all about you, um, about Shadow, and about your passion. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's, it's, a, it's an honor. I was so excited to be here. Um, yeah, I'm I'm so excited. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I want to I want to briefly say this. Um, most of my guests, for one reason or the other, are very excited to be on Indie Fire. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, 
Maybe it's the fact that it's their first interview. Maybe it's the opportunity to give them another chance to, you know, promote on a different platform. But I will say there's something about a consistent and a persistent guest. And this one right here, let me tell you, um, he came, you know, through a mutual friend, but his uh, consistency, you know, to be on the show and being persistent about being on the show is something that, that I hold in very high esteem because a lot of people think, you know, um, because of the, the platform, you know, oh, well, it's not like I'm on real, real radio, and I'm saying, I know I don't got to push myself as hard, and you know what I'm saying? That's the mentality of a lot of people. But when you find somebody that's really, and these are the bulk of my guests, that are very humble about being here, that just means so much more to me. And I will say, you know, again, I hold you in, in such high regard because of how persistent you were to get on the show. So, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I highly appreciate that. Um, you know, there's just something about uh, I was always told if you really want to do something, you go for it. Right, right, right. So I want to jump right into this. I know your bio reads that you um, you grew up in the church, you know, and I find that that has been a lot of my guests, my, my, my musical guests, that's been the basis of their music career. They started, you know, in the church. They got their roots in the church. So did you have, you know, like the musical background in the church, or did you just grow up in the church? I went to church on Sunday. I like the sounds of the music. I like what I was feeling or whatever. Or did you actually like sing in the choir, you know what I'm saying? And then you expanded from there right there. How did the church play a part of your, you know, musical development? Well, it was actually funny for me because um, my grandmother was a firm believer in church. I mean, she was so firm into it. We even went on Friday nights, you know, so – well, everybody was hanging out, partying yes. and stuff. I was in church on Friday night, you know. <laughs> and yes. um, it, it, yeah, you know, you know, you got to give God his time, you know. So um, as time right. went on, you know, I actually um found a love for the music in general. Um, so I was on the choir. I was also on the usher board as time went along. But I also felt the knee deep, like yeah, I like gospel music, but that's not all I like. You know, and um, I started turning to a variety of different genres of music. Like some people might think, oh, yeah, he's a white guy because he listens to rock and roll or he's a, you know, he listens to pop or whatever, you know. But I always took that and took that influence of each and every genre of music and put it into my own. So, uh, yeah, church was a big part of my life. But like I said, you know, uh, we was in there more than we was at home. And um, it actually paid off to open up my mind as to how far music can actually go. Yeah, I I can attest to all of that right there, Um, going down south for the summer and being with my grandparents. And uh, my grandfather was, you know, like everybody in my family, their ministers, you know, bishops, pastors, so, yeah, our Friday nights, you know what I'm saying, Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, all of that was spent in church, you know, and I'm very appreciative of that now because, you know, they say that um, once you pour into a child at a young age, no matter what they go through in life, so I'm very thankful for all of that that was, you know, instilled in me back then. Usher board, yeah, I remember all of that. I'm very thankful for all of that, but you made a point, you know, um, when you said that you like music from all different types of genres and you use that in, 
you know, what you write today. And I think it is very important that artists are able to be flexible. They're able to be versatile. They're able to bring something to the table other than monotone. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm not knocking the artists of today, but I am. Because a lot of them, they sound the same. They, they've been cut from the same, you know, fabric, and they all sound the same. You know, there's no variety Absolutely. to what they're putting out. You know, they may tell the story a little different, but they all sound the same. But when you can experience Absolutely. and enjoy and listen to rock, you know, a little bit of pop, a little bit of jazz, even country, when you can pour all of that into a hip-hop track, you know what I'm saying? That's that. I think that elevates artists more so than the ones that are just, you know, that cookie-cutter type. You know what I'm saying? So, salute Absolutely. to you on that Absolutely. right there. I, I, um, no? I feel very similar about that because uh, one of the things that I did notice is I didn't want to be um, like everyone else. I wanted to be a little bit more versatile. So um, yeah. my whole thing, I, my favorite artist is Lil Wayne, and one of the things that I've seen him do was also, um, you know, commit to his music so much. Like, he has, uh, he plays guitar. You know, he skateboards. Mm-hmm. He's himself. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, um, yeah. you know, he gives you, and he gives you music that you can actually feel. It's not just, you know, not knocking the guys out there. There's a lot of, but it's not just, you know, I, I right, can feel right. some of this stuff, you know. And, and, and that's, that's kind of what I want to provide to uh, my fans as well. How would you describe your musical style? I would describe my musical style to be more, um, that's why I don't just like to call myself a hip hop artist. I like to call myself a conscious hip hop artist as well. Um, that song, uh, Dream Big, was actually for um, people who have ever been bullied or been put down or told you're not good enough or anything. So it's like, all right, well, your dream fixed with you, and now it's just up to you to see how far you want to take it. Ah. So, um, so you know when you're when you're a conscious rapper, you sit there and you think about it because I, you know, I got a couple of lines in there if you really pay attention to it, and um, it's just basically um, when you know people ain't around when you're broke or when you, you know, you, you, your pockets are low and you're just having a tough time. You know, sometimes you got to learn how to pick yourself up, and and I use my own dream as um, basically my role model. My role model is the things that I dream of for my future. You understand? So I, I'm basically trying to be my own role model and try to use um, my own methods as well. Sometimes when I'm having a tough time, I listen to that song, and it's like, okay, well, you're having a tough time, you're having a bad day, but, you know, only you can get back up. Right, right. So, before so we you know, um, that, that things, things like, that's why I call myself like a conscious hip-hop artist. I don't want to just say I'm a hip-hop. And don't, don't get me messed up. Don't get me wrong. I, uh, I make fun music. People can dance to this, that, and the third. But I'm more conscious of my music because I want people to understand, um, you know, don't give up. Don't go out there committing suicide. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt nobody. You know, pick yourself up and, and you know, you'll see it through. And I think it's best when you do see it through, especially when you go through the phase on your own and you pick yourself up yeah. on your own. So before we jump into Dream Big, I want to know, you, you mentioned that um, you use this, this song kind of like your role model. Mm-hmm. So what Correct. dreams and aspirations do you have for yourself? I'm talking about you, Devin, first. And then mm-hmm. I want to know your dreams and aspirations for Shadow. Because even though they are part of the same person, they're separate. So what dreams do you have right. for, for Devin? 
Um, for Devin, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of like I'm Batman because um, in the daytime I have a regular job just like anybody else. Um, and then in the nighttime I, I it's, it's uh, shadow. It's um the music side of me. So um, Dream Big is actually for Devin when he's having a tough time at work with uh, coworkers or supervisors, whatever the case may be. When it comes to Shadow, Shadow's just like, hey, it's almost like Shadow's talking to Devin. You know what I mean? Like, all right, this still tonight. Got you me. know what I mean? So, Got you. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's almost like a split personality talking to its, its morning self. You know, my night self, Shadow, is speaking to Devin like, hey, listen, you know, this is a tough time now, but you got work to do tonight. You know, so... um. I always try to look at the upside of it like that, um, you know, and, and also for other people um, who who I hear their situations, um, you know, where you're having a tough time and all this stuff. And I come out with a lot of music, but Dream Big was um, actually something different. And I don't know if you noticed, but I did not curse in that song, not once, mm-hmm. for a very mm-hmm. special reason, just to show that um, how much of a conscious rapper that I am. Um, I, I don't have to swear in order to make good music. That, oh, I wish I could get this young kid on the line. I have a an artist, not my artist, but I've been dealing with him since he was like 11 or 12 years old, and he's like 16 now. And he sent me some music recently, and I was I was appalled, really, um, because every <laughs> other word, the content, the content, I felt like the content probably was was on point. There probably was a message through what he was trying to say. But because every other word he had to curse, every other word, and I thought to myself, like, especially when you watch somebody grow from, you know, at 12, he was phenomenal at 12. And now at 16, he's only had, you know, the opportunity to grow not only himself, you know, as a young man, but as an artist, he's had time to grow within the industry. You know what I'm saying? But And I felt like you don't need to do all of this. You see people on right. the outside, you see all these other artists doing this, but your message could have been so much more effective without all of these curse words. And I don't have a filter when I critique music. I don't have no filter at all. And I feel like that's right. the best way to be because you, you need to – I'm not your friend. When you send your music to me to critique, I'm not your friend. You want my constructive criticism. And so I felt like right. what I said to him was exactly what he needed to hear. And what he sent back right. to me was – Mind blowing, and I but I thought to myself, like, but but this is what I had to do to get this out of you, you know what I'm saying? So, you you made a very valid point. You don't have to swear to get the message across, and the message can be so much more effective if I don't have to pick and choose, you know, what I don't need to be listening to. Sometimes you don't need to feed um, your, your, your soul with words. You know what I'm saying? And connotations that are being depicted in these lyrics. Sometimes you just need to give right. people, give it to them straight, you know? So I right. did listen right. to it. Absolutely. I did realize that, okay, well, mm, he didn't swear in this at all. You know what I'm saying? Is there a, did I get the clean version? You know what I'm saying? Because most people right. always send right. me the exclusive version, you know? Did I just get the clean <laughs> but version? I don't you want know? people, so, I I don't want people yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't want people to take it the wrong way. Like, oh, he says he don't curse, and then they catch you in one of your songs cursing. I'm not saying that. Oh, right. I'm just right. basically saying right. that there is certain times where I, 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 I was doing that to check my own crap as well, you know, to see if I can um, flip this Eminem song to a Will Smith song. You understand what I mean? Got you. <laughs> like, I, Got I can you. really make this a hot song without cursing. 
before we jump you know, into, I, I said this already. I said this already before we jump into Dream Big. But you do have a caller on the line, so I want to give them the opportunity to go ahead and show you some love. You know, shout you out, ask you questions before we jump into Dream Big. I I know this area code. This is my area code right here. Six four six. Who do we have on the line? <laughs> they stayed in the city right now. Who's on the line? Hello, hello. How you doing? Hey, what's up? What's up? Happy Monday. How's everything with y'all? Happy Monday. Who's on the line? Yeah, this is Dave. I was just giving a shout out um a shout out to Shadow. I wanted to give him a shout out. I was listening to y'all talking and I wanted to call in before I get on the train and whatnot. I thought I was gonna give him a shout out and whatnot. He's doing the same and um I'm happy for him, you know. Keep on pushing and pursuing appreciate the dreams. That. Don't let I appreciate stop. that, brother. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. That's yeah, I appreciate so that. That's that's from? that's one of my I'm calling from the Bronx. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I'm from yeah, I'm from the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, from the BX. I'm the Mecca. <laughs> yes. yes, indeed. You know. Well, thank you so much. This is much my first time actually. Um, tune in. Say it again. Go ahead. Go ahead. What so you I said? said this is actually my first time. Um, this is my first time hearing about the show. So, um, you started off pretty Yo. strong. I was listening to you. So it was um, so yeah, I definitely you know tuning in for for future shows and when I see what you're doing. And then checking in. Thank yeah, you, bro. you need to. You need to. I we hear every that. Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, six thirty PM. We hear every week. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. Sounds good. Y'all keep being productive and positive and I, I wish I wish y'all all, all the success, you know? Thank you so much. Thank you so much, bro. No doubt, no doubt. Y'all yeah, have a good night. Too. Stay too, tuned. Brother. Be safe out there. All right. Appreciate it. All right. So, Shadow, you want to go ahead and introduce uh, Dream Big? Uh, yeah. Um, so, this is going to be on my new mixtape uh, called Book of Shadows. Um, tune in. Look out for it. It's your boy Shadow and Dream Big. And I hope y'all can take something from it and be positive. And uh, to my kings and queens out there, stay strong. Go hard, keep going, little buddy. Be smart, don't you fold. 
beat those odds. Don't let them put you down, go far. Come on! Had a whole bunch of people said I'll never be dope. Wear a S on my chest, it's a symbol of hope. Couldn't find many friends on the days I was broke. Couldn't ask many questions, they would be like, nope. Had to get my money up and it wasn't a joke. Started working really hard and stopped flipping the soap. Cause I guess I had a dream of me driving a boat. And why get a piece of bread when I'm after the loaf? But time after time, all I witnessed was hate. They would talk behind my back, but not in my face. It was irritating first, now the feeling is great. Got a family to feed and the feeling is safe so I gotta make moves, start facing my fears, instead of sitting on life just sipping on beers, as I open up my eyes, now my vision is clear, dream big, go hard for the rest of my years to dream big, go hard keep going little buddy, be smart, don't you fall beat those odds, don't let them put you down, go far, come on dream big, go hard keep going little buddy, be smart, don't you fall beat those odds don't let them put you down, go far. Come on! They're just tuning in, you're live right here on Music Mondays on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia, and my very, very special guest, conscious hip-hop rap artist, Shadow. That right there was Dream Big. Yo, we need more motivational music, more music that's, you know, spreading messages that are going to inspire the listeners, not just something that's going to make you, there's nothing wrong with making us feel good, you know what I'm saying, a nice beat that we can vibe to, um, pat our heads, you know, tap our feet too, um, but we need to be able to get something out of what these artists are putting out, you know what I'm saying, we need yes, to be able to I agree. get the message, you know what I'm saying, so um, the title itself spoke volumes, Dream Big. And then if you listen to um, the lyrics, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and sometimes we don't have people that can pour into us every day. So we rely on music. I know I do. But if you're not filling, you know, your mind with positive um, thoughts, they can always bring you down. The music that you listen to can bring you down. So it's best that we do music like this, that is uplifting, that is going to inspire us, that has a message to it. You know what I'm saying? And 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 it's going to help us, like he, he mentioned before we played the track. You know, when you have aspirations and you have goals, um, don't limit yourself. Dream big. That we got another call. <laughs> yeah, right I appreciate yet. that. This is up top. Also, area code seven one eight. Let's see who's on the line. Who do we have on the line this evening? You're live on Indie Fire. Yes, hi. My name is Earth. I'm Corners. Just give him a shout out to Shadow. I want to say congratulations. He's doing his thing and he's inspiring everybody. And I love him. <laughs> oh, <that's okay. laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thank you for calling in. Where you calling from? Bronx. <laughs> That's my, these are my Bronx me. people, yo. These, I'm glad yeah, my Bronx people are on. Y'all, y'all outranking me. Yeah, y'all outranking me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Thank you so much for calling in, Miss Erica. Make sure you stay tuned for the rest of the show, all right? You're welcome. I will. Thank you. All right. Have a good night, love. So, what's a typical day like for you? Um, 
That's a question you better ask twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot because you do the morning. You do the morning thing is Devin, and then at night you do you know it's the shadow ego, thing. Shadow comes out. So yeah, as the artist, we're talking about the artist Shadow now. All right, so what's your typical evening like for you? Um, a typical evening. Um, you know, most people when they come home from work, they kind of like bummed out or whatever. Um, me, I see that as an opportunity. So, um, what I do a lot is listen to music. As soon as I mm-hmm. touch down, like I'm, I'm listening to music. And not only am I listening to music, you know, I'm not um stealing because I don't steal from no artists or anything like that. But I always, like I said, my favorite artist is Wayne. And I always find his conscious songs, like the songs you don't always hear on the radio or, um, you know, and and it's like he gives me that inspiration to be um, more outgoing and and don't worry about what people think, you know, because some people, they censor themselves. You Mm -hmm. know, they always Mm -hmm. worry about what the next person is going to say about this, that, and the third. And, um, you know, I'm not trying to censor myself, but I am trying to push to my best abilities, and hopefully you will like it. But, yeah, I am an artist, so I do eat constructive criticism. But my evenings consist of um, finding myself and working on my craft. Okay. You mentioned Wayne several times throughout this interview. So I know that you've listened to Funeral, yeah? Yes, absolutely. And I don't know. You may not be the best person to ask because, He's like your, you know, your favorite artist. But how did you feel about it? How did you receive, you know, because I, before I listened to it, I wanted to see the reviews, you know, from the listening audience. And they were across the right. board. You know, some people felt like that was his worst. Some people thought like they could get these right. three tracks and then it went garbage. Some people thought, you know, right. it was the best ever. So what did you feel mm-hmm. about it? All right, so... Uh, when it comes to the funeral album, um, I just seen him. Um, I seen him in the light of ready to pass the torch. Um, mm. To say, mm. okay, well, I still got it, but I think right. I'm gonna hand this over. You understand? Right. And, and you can tell through the you can tell through the artist because if you go back to the Carter um, and the drought, um, you could tell he was in his prime. You know, now right. it's just like, okay, you know, I I'm just sitting now just to show you I still got it. Right. You understand? So it's, it's it's not saying he don't care, but it's just that uh, the hunger, I mean, he's full. You know, the hunger is not necessarily there the way it was before, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you can tell a major difference about it. But what I do like about it is he started grabbing a lot of the um, modern day artists and, and he's like, hey, what's up? You want to collab and be on my big right. thing? You know, mm-hmm. and so even if you don't, if you don't know who uh, the baby was, this, that, and third, you can hear it now. Oh, I like Wayne, and then now all of a sudden now you're listening to the baby and stuff like that. So I think you know, I think that was really um cool, and that that's one thing I've always admired about the whole young money culture. He was always um giving a younger person the opportunity to stand always, out. Like, listen, yeah. I'm I'm not afraid to step back and let you have the show. But you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's just so. I think that's what makes an artist an artist. The fact that he knows how to step behind the curtain and um let somebody else get a little shine. And and just to say, yo, it's not over for me, but it's the beginning for you. Right, right. Now, all, you know, you know, this, it would be so much, I think, across the board, it would look so much better if all artists um, function that way. Unfortunately, they mm-hmm. do not. And I think it affects um, 
their their ability to not make music, but their ability to be um, successful business partners in this industry. Um, my personal opinion, what do you think about, you know, mainstream artists and how they, they carry themselves um, not not on the music level, as far as the industry, the music, the business part of the industry is concerned. What do you think about the mainstream artists? I think a lot of mainstream artists are uh, more focused on um, look at my car, look at my jewelry, look at my money. When, um, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, if you walk around New York City, you got 20 people that tell you, yo, I spit bars, I spit. And right. I'm going to tell you, these people don't have a, these people don't have a dollar in their pocket, but they got yes. some heat. They got some yes. fire. Yes. You understand? And it's sad because they, they never get yes. discovered because we're, they get overwhelmed by, oh, well, he ain't got no jewelry. He ain't got no car. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and it's like right. you're missing the message. You understand? Just because he don't have a dollar in his pocket, this boy is fire. I mean, I, I go back yes. to uh, my era was uh, Fight Club in the Lion's Den with mm-hmm. Loaded Lux. And a lot of these dudes was broke, but they was bringing that heat. They bought that smoke. When they jumped in the lion's den, it was on and ready. But you'll never hear about them on the radio. You understand? So I think it's just yeah. too much flashiness going on. You know, where, where's the message? Where's the, the helping people? Where's the, oh, yeah, I'm not going to put you down. You can come up with me. And I, I think that's what a lot of artists fear, the fact that um, – somebody is going to come up right behind them and take their spot, you know, rather than helping that artist come up and still be able to maintain your own spot. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think I, I think a lot of the, the, the mainstream um, artists, you know, I ain't got nothing against them, you know, congratulations and kudos to you, you know what I'm saying, because you, 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 you earn for what you work for. But I also right. just think that there's just like a flashiness um, going on too much, you know, and, and it's like, okay, put that flashiness, take that flashiness off your wrist, take it off, off your neck, and put it in your music. Because at the yeah. end of the day, what kind of artist are you if you ain't got no fans? That's right. That's right. You know, so that, that's, all, that's why I call myself a hip-hop conscious artist, because I don't want you to just you know, if I ever do make it this and the third, don't just stare at my car. Don't just stare at my jewelry. I want you to respite some of my music. What's your favorite song? Who's your favorite collaboration? You know, you know stuff like that. And, and, and just to show, okay, I deal with the person and the art, not just the person. Now, because you are not the typical artist, because you think right. outside of the box, you haven't boxed yourself in. You you don't follow right. the norm. Um, have you suffered any you know resistance or skepticism from um, other independent artists in the industry? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it gets to the point where um, even when I try to collab with some other people. You know, they're trying to make me sound like designer from Panda. You know what I mean? And it's like, all right, that's a good song. But no. <laughs> that's a good song, but that's not me. You know what I mean? So, um, right, you know, so I, I got songs. When I do do a song, even if it's a dance song, you're not going to hear me go, you know what I'm saying? No disrespect towards him, but that's not me. 
You know what I mean? And, and I, I'm not trying to take that out of context, like, oh, these people are bad. It's just basically saying that's not right. me. So exactly. why should I pretend to be? Why should I pretend to be something that I'm not? Exactly. I mean, when you try to pretend to be something that you're not, it's like you got to work so hard to keep up with the lie, mm-hmm. and I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. You know, if I'm just myself, I don't have to think about it. This is who I am. Right. So that, that's, that's basically what I put into the, um, the craft. And, 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 and to me, that's constructive criticism. And I, I adore, I actually feed off of it. You know, because you got some cats out here, they'd be like, oh, that's constructive criticism. And they really take that to heart. You understand? But the way I take it to heart is I put it in my music. So you made my next song better because of your constructive uh, criticism. And that's, that's, that's basically what think. Dream... That's basically what Dream Big was uh, part, partially. A little small part of Dream Big was about that. Like, um, okay, listen, you put me down, but this song is fire. You know, so, yeah. you know, you ain't yeah. digging it, but 20 other people are. You know, so, right, um, right, I, you know, right. I... I take that as constructive criticism, and it's, it's always a blessing. You know, it's never a curse. It's always a blessing to just um, know what you're capable of. And sometimes you need people to put you in that awkward position in order to know what you're really capable of. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is always my intention. Um, never to, you know, belittle an artist, to make them feel less than, you know, um, but to, to show them their potential, you know, because I feel like sometimes artists get so set in their ways um, that they limit their own capabilities, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes it does take an additional outside voice and not not those people that you run with all the time because they're going to tell you exactly what you want to hear. And and sometimes that's not what you need to hear because when you sing your music out, you you know, to, to get, exactly, you sing your music out to get played on the station and they look at you like, what the hell is this shit? You know what I mean? Because you had your friends tell you that this was fire when in actuality it should have been placed in the fire. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you need that outside voice that's going to tell you, you know, wait a minute. (laughs) I've seen it so many times. Nakia, I've seen it so many times (laughs) where a person spends all these hundreds of dollars in studio and their Mm mixtape and mix down as soon as somebody say they don't like it, they quit rapping. Yo, yo, I'm done. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, okay, so this wasn't meant for you then, because you can't take constructive criticism. Right. I've seen it happen so many times. You spend all this, they spend their whole income tax in the studio. You know what I mean? And, and on cars and stuff and videos and all that. And as soon as they get one bad feedback, they give up. That's it. Yep. So, you know, I mean, you know, shout out to, 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 you know, the people, especially in the Bronx, my Bronx natives, shout out to everybody out there trying to do it. But don't let nobody put you down. If you really want this, you go get it. That's right. I want to jump into your next track really quickly um, entitled Flip. Want to talk about that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. So, Flip was a little different. Flip, um, I with with Flip it was the, the the Batman theory. Um, see now I'm not talking about Shadow. Now I'm talking about Devin. Gotcha. Devin uh going to work dealing with uh the criticism at work. You know this ain't even about the music. Some people don't even know I rap. 
or they don't even know that I that I spit. You know what I'm saying? So this is the um the working Devin, the the slacks, the suit. You know, um, just basically saying, okay, well, listen, I'm gonna flip it on you. You know, you're gonna find out there's two sides of me. You know what I mean? Um, in a good way though. Um, so you know, yeah, I had a bad day at work, but I'm gonna have a good night at Shadow. So this is more of Devin's side of with the work world. All right, and go ahead and introduce your chat to the world. All right, all right. Yeah, it's your boy Shadow. Um, you know, check me out. I'm out there. Check out the mixtape. It's gonna drop very soon. Book of Shadows, and this is my song Flip. You're now listening to the sound of Fire. With your host, Fire. Lil Timmy and the Kia. 
right here, right on the here, right here, right here. All the hottest right hip hop hits and the fire. And the fire. Let's get it. You're just tuning in, you're live right here on Music Mondays on Indie Fire with your girl, Nikia. And that was Flip. <laughs> you know what? And, and listening <laughs> to the lyrics of that, um, sometimes it is important. Sometimes you do got to flip the script on people. Um, and, and not only on people, but you got to flip the script in life for yourself in order to Absolutely. accomplish the things that it is that you are trying to accomplish. So as she stated, you know, being able to go from the suit and tie, dress pants during the daytime to alter ego, shadow at night, getting that music done, you know, that's exactly what this song talked about. And so, again, you know, we, we all got to flip. Hell, I flip that switch multiple times throughout the day. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> I got you. So when you think about and you know, I, I also want to give a shout out to – um. Lena Renee and BBG for making that beat for for me. Um, you know, in the beginning she speaks her name Lena Renee. Yeah, appreciate it. She she made that beat and she really put it together and she gave that beat especially to me. And I, you know, so shout out to BBG and Lena Renee. Check out some of her music. Oh, you need to give me her information. Um, give me her information after the show. Yeah, because next month I don't know if you heard me talking about it um i don't know if i even talked about it but the month of the month of march is music i'm sorry it's women's history month right so what Mm -hmm. we're doing for the month of march is we're dedicating all shows in the month of march to women women who are um making you know accomplishments making major moves in the music and entertainment industry um whatever that you're doing you know what i'm saying if you if you're a producer if you are a host of a show, if you are a singer, a songwriter, you know what I'm saying? If you're a talent scout, whatever you're doing within the music and entertainment industry, we want to be able to spotlight women. And we have, out of like 12 shows, we have like two slots left. You know what I'm saying? So I need to fill those two slots between now and Friday. So shoot me her information. I would definitely love to get her in on the show next month. But I'll talk about that later. Absolutely, and I mean this girl is dope. I mean she got her ass cap and everything. She makes beats. Um, she's actually in the um, video world as well. You know, green screen, regular video shoots and stuff. I, this this girl is dope, man. She got skills. Absolutely, anytime. Yeah, I, I would That's definitely have that to yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. So when you think about your older Absolutely. music versus your newer music. Can you mm-hmm. hear growth? Can you hear growth in your music? Can you see growth in yourself as an artist? Yeah. Yeah, it's actually funny that you mentioned that because um, I noticed that as I was, um, you know, I got other songs that's going to be coming out on a mixtape. I got No Control. I got Diamonds. I got a whole bunch of other songs that, that do process. But, yeah, that's one thing that that I did um, always notice because before, like I said earlier, I, I was trying to be like everybody else, you know, rapping about shit that I didn't even have. Like, I'm not going to rap mm-hmm. about a Gotti. I've never seen a Bugatti. Right, you know right. what I mean? I'm not going right. to sit right. here and rap about a $10,000 rocks. I don't have $10,000 rocks. You know what I mean? So right. um, that's right. when I, I learned how to be true to myself. And, and I've seen the, the, the growth in myself as, as the music progressed because I even caught myself. After I was recorded and laid it down, I would be like, oh, okay, well, you know, 
this is shadow. He's talking about his job, the working world, uh, what it's like, you know, in your past and being on the street and, and trying to make a, a come up for yourself. Not talking about shit that I don't have. I don't have a $10,000 car. I don't have a mansion and stuff. So I'm not, I refuse to spit about these things because these are things I, I'm not going to lie to myself, and I'm definitely not going to lie to my fans. Hey. So I, 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 I see myself doing like a, a gradual grow up. It's almost like uh, when you're in the first grade and you go to the second grade, you don't act the same that you acted in the first grade. You know, you, your mind actually matures and you actually become older, you know. Um, and, and I found that to be a real blessing because, um, you know, when you're a child and when I started, I was 14. So when I was a child, when I was spitting, I just was spitting to fit in not knowing that I have to give a message, you know, so now I'm more of the message. Gotcha, gotcha. What's the biggest barrier that you've had to overcome as an independent artist? Um, every time I try to collab with somebody, they always want me to deal with um, their thing going on, like their independent label or something going on. And, um, that's that's always been hard for me because, um, like I said, I, I'm not doing um, trap music. You know, I, I I can make a trap song, but it's it it has to be me. It's got to fit in my style, and people can tell the difference when you're trying to fit into somebody else's world. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they'd be like, all right, yeah. you know, this is this is cool, but this ain't Shadow's but, world, right? You know what I mean? So <laughs> right. and and you know the. And I don't want them pulling my card, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, this is this is good, but this ain't your world, bro. So that that's always right. been the biggest barrier for me, um, trying to um make music with people who live in a different world. Got you. Now you've mentioned your upcoming project. Do you have a release date for that already? Yeah, I um, I'm, well, I'm actually still working on that. The songs is done. I'm getting um some mix downs done and whatever. But yeah, it should definitely jump by July. You're gonna have some summer music for sure. Um, it's called Book of Shadows. Um, I'm on Reverb Nation. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm actually working on Spotify. They're um trying to work with me as well. Um, my IG Shadowcat Black 150. Um, you can check me on the book, you know, my real name is Devin Huey. I ain't got no shame in my game, you know, but like I said, it depends on what kind of person you're trying to reach. You hit me on Facebook, you go on Devin Huey, you're looking for Bruce Wayne, you know, and when you're looking for for Shadow, you go to Instagram, <laughs> Shadow Cat Black 150, you know, I'm, I'm also on uh, Twitter as well. So it's like, yeah, which one are you looking for? You looking for Bruce Wayne or you looking for Batman? <laughs> And that that Instagram guys, that Shadow Cat Cat K A T, not C A T. K A T. Shadow Cat K A T Black One Fifty. Um, shout out to my One Fifty boys. Definitely, I just want to give a few shout outs. Shout out to Don Quan. Um, I got some videos on YouTube that's actually as well. Um, you know, shout out to J I. One the whole One Fifty team, Hula Gang boys. Um, shout out to my boy Dunlamain M Three. Um, shout out to a lot of people just trying to pave a way for me to make sure that I can pave a way for myself, you know, cause you know, although I want to say I did this by myself, but I didn't, you know, right. and it's, you know, I didn't necessarily saying, Oh yeah, I did this by myself, but I had to find my craft and, and, and my platform and build a foundation for myself. 
So I, I found my foundation, and I'm in the process of building. So um, shout out to everybody that helped me get there. Once again, shout out to Don Quan, Dun Lemain, M3. You know, you're doing your thing. Shout out to Tony Crane. Shout out to Ray Dawn, the BNYV boys. Yeah, um, shout out to my homeboy Easy, Easy the Mogul. Look out for Easy the Mogul. He's from Eden Wall. He's doing his thing. You know, shout out Loopy Snoopy, Fifth Hound. I mean, the list just goes on and on, you know, and the love is real. All right. So if you had one piece of advice to offer to an up and coming artist, say they're listening tonight and they're like, you know what? Yeah, I like his sound. I like his message. Um, I'm, I'm feeling everything that he's been spitting tonight, and but I'm stuck. Like, I don't know where to go from this point right here. You know, um, they hear you talking about Book of Shadows. You know, they know you got new music that's about to drop. They heard you mention, you know, the different um, platforms, um, but they're still stuck. What piece of advice could you offer to that up-and-coming artist? Do what works for you. You know, don't don't jump the bandwagon. You know, what I mean, you got you got to do what works for you. You know, uh, what, what works for these other cats. You know, they do it because it works for them. You know, but do what works for you. No matter, what, and even if it's criticism, learn how to take that criticism and turn it into a positive. You know, you, you can always still do something um, great by being put down. You know, they put Albert Einstein down, and he was the smartest man in the world. You know, um, so there's there's always some type of ability. Think of it as your superpower. You know, when people put you down, that your superpower is how can I pick myself up? You know, so um, always do what works for you. You know, do your own thing, peace and blessings, and, and always do what works for you. Be true to thine self. There you have it. Thank you again so much for joining in me this evening. Um, you could have been anywhere, like I said, but you've given so freely of your time and yourself to just chop it up with me and my listening audience. Um, just let us get into your world just a little bit and know more about um, Devin Huey as well as the phenomenal artist, Shadow. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with me this evening. Guys, make sure that you come right back here in 30 minutes, all right, 30 minutes. Thank you. Music Monday. Thank you we'll so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. We debut some of the hottest new music from some of the hottest independent artists in the country. Back here, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Then tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Back here with multi-award winning hip-hop artist Big Greg out of, where is he from? Charlotte. Out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Will be here with us tomorrow night at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you can't make them all, please, please, please do not miss them all. Until 8 p.m., you guys have a good night.